What's up, everybody? This is Jeff. I'm bringing you another Maverick resource review today. Uh, These segments are to highlight resources that can benefit students, youth pastors, youth workers, and parents. I will sit down with the author or the group that came up with the product. We will talk about how it benefits others and hopefully give you a good inside look on how it could benefit you and your ministry. Today uh, is our second resource review, and it is with Jacob, who is the developer of the Near Journal. Uh, this journal has been around for a few years, and it is a unique approach to quiet time uh, answering prompts that are in typical pre-printed journals. Uh, and we talk about Jacob's story and how this is different from anything else you might find online or in a Christian bookstore. And at the end, we'll give you a promo code to help you get a discount on ordering them for your own ministry. So let's dive into the conversation with Jacob about the Near Journal. Jacob, thanks for hopping on the podcast with me today, man. Uh, Excited to talk about this great resource that you have developed. So let's start with getting to know you and why you developed this journal. Hey, man. So uh, thanks, everybody. I, I developed the journal um, really to solve my own problem. So I've been a Christian for a long time, and I have never been good at being consistent with uh, my daily quiet. I've always felt like I was missing some things or that uh, what I was doing just wasn't quite what I needed to be doing. And the problem for me was I, I didn't know what I was missing. I just felt this uncertainty, right? Like, uh, churches always told me and my parents and just I knew it because the Bible says right, you're supposed to meditate and dwell in the word. And it just felt so vague and not concrete. And so, you know, I remember when I was in high school, I would read like my dad's daily bread thing. And, it, you know, it was awesome. It was like two paragraphs, but I'd skip the Bible reading and, <laughs> I, you know, I'd read it in 30 seconds while I eat my cereal. That didn't just that just didn't cut it. Right. Yeah. So. Uh, as I got older, I felt like I should be better, and I was having a hard time really improving. And I kind of started this to take it really seriously to figure out why was I having such difficulty? Because this isn't a, you know, an uncommon problem. A lot of people have this same issue. I know even pastors sometimes aren't the greatest at doing their daily quiet time because life right. just gets busy. And so I found. For me, um, the the most important thing was knowing what uh, what I needed to do and being able to pre-plan that, so that way I didn't have to think. So if I was right now, I have two kids, I'm married, I have a full-time job. Obviously, Near Journal is kind of like my side thing that God gave me to try to help the world. Um, I'm a homeowner, right? I live in Ohio, so I have a lot going on, stuff, home projects constantly, right? So. Uh, when all these things are going on and when I'm not in a good mood, maybe, and things aren't going greatest at work and I'm frustrated, I don't have the mental capacity to like really think about what I need to be doing. It's like when you drive to work, you just go on autopilot or you, you how did I get here? You've driven for 10 minutes and you're just like in, a, in the zone, right? So I needed to figure out how I could make myself, make it easier for me to get in the zone and go on autopilot in a good way, in a productive way when it came to doing my quiet time. So it's not like, okay, I need to memorize some scripture. Um, how am I supposed to act 
actually do that. Like, I have never heard one sermon where the pastor's like, let me teach you guys how to memorize scripture. Here's the plan. Here's the layout. They just say, read your Bible. And it, to me, it felt very vague and like, but how, how do I do that? So that's, that's what I was trying to solve uh, with the near journal. And if you guys have uh, the same type of pain or, um, you know, people that do, you know, that's kind of, that's what I was trying to fix for myself first. Yeah, that's great, man. That's great. You know, as you're talking, I'm thinking about how I, look at scripture and each of our students, everyone in our church congregations, um, you know, when we talk about learning, we usually put it toward kids who are in school and say, okay, well, everyone learns differently. They learn visually. They learn by hearing things, by seeing someone do something and then they can do it, you know? Um, And that also applies to how we read scripture. Now, yes, the Bible transcends a lot of things because it's God's living and active word and it's truth. Yes, sure. And so even if you're not necessarily a visual learner, um, when you read scripture, the power is still there and God is still who he is, right? And some people prefer to listen to the Bible on on audio and that's how they kind of hear it more and, 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 and can really resonate with it. Um, and so when we have uh, what's usually kind of abstract and this open prompt, kind of, as you said, that's usually delivered in a, in a vague way, um, especially, you know, when you and I were growing up, uh, you know, just read your Bible, have a daily quiet time, just read these things and maybe think about this one question and that's all you need to do. Um, and yes, there is benefit in that. But, you know, if you want to kind of take that and take your faith, take your questions, take your doubt, take your just wondering if God's hearing your prayer. It's good to have direction, uh, but at the same time, you don't just want to write down, you know, God, Jesus. You know, it's not it's not a test. You know, it's not just Sunday school answers, uh, as it as, as it were. And so, you know, how do we uh, really think about how we grow in our faith outside of church, outside of Sunday morning? Um, and so, yeah, you know, I think it's really good that you kind of crafted and carved out those questions and were able to deliver it here. Um, so let's break down the near journal. Uh, what would you see each day and each week as you use the journal? What are some of these specific prompts that you would see while you're doing your, your quiet time or just reading it and thinking about how to grow in your faith? So the most foundational thing that supersedes everything is I didn't want someone to tell me what I was supposed to read or study or learn. So all the other right now, without the near journal, you have a blank notebook. That's an option. Or you have like a super themed and topical Bible study, Mm -hmm. right? That that dives into something very specific and you're reading someone's thoughts and you're answering someone's questions. And I was very, very intent on for myself, right? Don't tell me what to think. Give me a structure to, for my quiet time. So what you will not get with the near journal is a bunch of my thoughts. Um, you're not going to get, uh, here's what you should memorize. Here's what you need to think. Here's, uh, I've, the main thing is the near journal and all of its elements are focused on giving you a structure to fit in whatever you want to do. So that's really, um, something that gives the near journal some staying power. And that's why it's useful for, for different people to use because I'm going to be in a different place in Q4 of 2021 than I am right now. 
I'm going to have different challenges going on in my life. I'm going to have different struggles, different things that will be making me anxious and make me lose my temper. I'm going to be wanting to memorize different verses and focus on different things. And that's why I, I got the near journal. Um, and I said, even if I don't sell one, I'll at least have a resource that I can use for the rest of my life. That's right. And that's, that's one of the main benefits. And, and I'm not telling your youth what they need to think. It's up to them to figure it out. I'm just helping take the how out of the equation. I'm helping them solve for the how. Um, so the, as far as the breakdowns and the components of the near journal, really, there's a couple main sections, right? One, it's undated. So there's 90 entries in the journal, but it's not dated. And because I don't even use it every single day, right? Stuff happens. Um, and that way, there's no pressure on like day one and, and you're four days behind and, oh, no, I might as well just throw in the towel now, right? So it's undated. Um, there's a spot to track what you read and a spot to journal, right? Just blank thoughts and reflections or what are your thoughts and reflections? That's a nice big chunk on the page. And so typically, um, sometimes I will not even read the Bible. I'll be reading some C.S. Lewis or something and I'll write down a couple quotes that stuck out to me and what I read. Other times, like I'm flipping through mine, I, I wrote down specific verses. Other times I'll just journal and say, I am so frustrated. Like, please help me. And that's, all I can get out that day is two sentences, right? Um, the second, the second part is a, a spot for gratitude and thanksgiving. Nice. Uh, thanksgiving is a very spiritual, biblical thing, and it's also scientifically proven, right? If you focus on things you're thankful for, you'll be happier. Um, and I don't think it's any coincidence that God built us that way. And mm -hmm. so, uh, oftentimes people aren't intentional with that. And there are very popular Bible studies or books like the Thousand Blessings and things like that that help people focus on gratitude. So I've got a little section that just calls that to mind with three bullet points every day. And sometimes, um, you know, that is really refreshing to help recenter me on what's good happening and what I am thankful for. And then I've got a section for prayers, right? So just, uh, and I find myself using this flexibly, right? That's the whole point. Um, sometimes I'll write prayers that like, Lord, please help me to trust in you. Please give me guidance. Show me what I need. Other times, I'll write down my prayer requests for people or what I'm praying for uh, as a way to track that. So that's really nice just to have its own little spot um, for whatever I need to use it for in a more freeform way. And, and then there's two more sections that get a little bit more in depth. And I think this is what really sets the Near Journal apart from just using a notebook and writing prayers on one section of a blank piece of paper. Uh, one is the area of focus. So since the near journal is 90 days, uh, th three, three months is a really good amount of time to form a habit, right? If you do something for 30 to 60 days, you're starting to form a habit. If you do it for 90 days, you're really going to make some progress and it'll have some staying power. So I learned quickly uh, through the years that when New Year's resolutions rolled around <laughs> and uh, if I tried to do like six things, I was just going to fail at all of them because all that means is number two, three, four, five, and six are not getting your full attention. Uh, and neither is number one because you're, you're spread thin. So for, for 90 days, you pick one area of focus in the near journal. And you do this at the very beginning. And you kind of line out your why, uh, what specific things are you going to try to do to improve that. Um, and, then, and then every single day, there are some prompts to make you refocus in on your area of focus. Because hmm. what I found half the time, the battle is in your memory. It's not that you, you can ask someone in March, do you still want to lose weight? And they go, yeah. Did you think about it every single day consistently between now and March? No, I forgot about it. And half the time, you, the very first step before you can take action is thinking 
about it, right? You can't act on something if it never enters your brain. And so um, I have little prompts like look up a Bible verse that relates to your area of focus. Is this bringing you any new insights? Reflect on positive progress you've made over the last couple of days. What are some upcoming obstacles you can have in the next seven days and what can you do to prevent it right now? Uh, so there's forward looking like preventative measure. There's looking at your success. There's examining your failures and doing that for 90 days and reflecting on one thing really helps me center in on an objective of my life. So that's something that I know I've talked for a minute about that, but I believe it's truly important because where in a normal Bible study do you get, I'm having trouble gossiping and I need to stop doing that. Like that doesn't fit into a devotional book anywhere. Yeah. Um, and that's important for me. Like this gives me a spot to work on that. And then the last bit real quick is just memorizing scripture. And so the near journal is 90 days. So you pick out nine verses and it, it spends 10 days per verse and you can pick whatever verses you want. Right. And I give some recommendations on potentially good verses if you don't know what you want to do or a youth and they're not sure where to start. And then every day it just it tells you what to do. Like read the verse five times out loud. Write the verse five times. There are blank pages in the back of the journal that you can use. And then the next day is read the verse out loud once. Then write the verse five times and say the verse to yourself while you're writing. So very tangible. Like, I don't have to think a lot. Once I write down my nine verses, I just do what it says, and I'm going to make substantial progress. Is it going to be a silver bullet for everyone? No. But it's definitely going to put people on an actual tangible path that they can follow to memorize scripture uh, that solves that. How do I do it? Right. So those are the key components of the near journal. And that these are the things that as I was think about what I need for my quiet time. These are the things that bubble to the surface. And um, this is why I believe God kind of is obviously a part of this because he showed me my weaknesses and that's transformed into the journal. So, yeah. Oh man, I love that. Showed me my weaknesses. Um, you know, on your website and your story talking about this, you said that you went through several versions and iterations of this and you got feedback from from people um what made you stick with these prompts um and especially you know because one of the things that you mentioned when you were initially looking for things of how do i have a good journaling time how do i have a good time in scripture and everything was either blank like a notebook or it was everyone telling you their thoughts on what you should do and so sometimes w when we journal we really don't know what to say um so how did you focus in on these prompts for the final version and how have they personally been effective for you because that might be the reason why it's effective for someone else yeah so there there were um, a lot of things i thought about putting in that i didn't choose to go with and I played with how to actually do this in a lot of different configurations. Um, the reason I chose these things is because I think they're all biblical. And I think until now, I have one book in my hand. They were all disjointed. I was carrying around flashcards or trying to, like, how do you memorize scripture? I literally had flashcards. I was trying, like, what? Uh, you know, I had stuff on my phone, apps and this and that. And uh, how do you track your prayers? Do you have a separate notebook for that? Uh, how do you, okay, how do you focus on an intangible? You're struggling with lust. How do you, like, where, where are you tracking your journey with that? Um, and so for me, just like, give me a space to write down what's going on in my life. 
help me improve on a goal, something that's important to me that's not super like tangible, help me to memorize scripture, help me to pray and make me thankful. Those are just super key areas that I all thought were very biblical and very disjointed in the resources that were available. Because I didn't want to make this thing. I went out and looked on Amazon and went to the bookstore first and nothing. <laughs> hey, can you, can I have a structure and don't tell me what to do? <laughs> like, yeah. That didn't exist. Uh, and so, uh, you know, that's kind of how I settled on these things. And after a lot of consulting with some friends and spiritual mentors, these are the things. And the reason why it's helped me is, is just that, like, these are core fundamental things that I need to be doing. And, um, I don't have to worry about so many details. It's just Jacob, get the book open. And then you'll have some success. You'll have some well-rounded success. You can sit down and open the journal. You're going to have success because it's all right there. And so for me, that was, that's why, you know, I've, I've, um, had a better prayer life. I have been much more consistent with my journal, right? You still have to sit down. There's no magic bullet, right? You right. can't, you can't buy a solution to, you know, something like this. Um, but this is something that has helped me memorize some scripture, right? Here's one of the verses I was doing. Hear, Lord, and be merciful to me. Lord, be my help. And that's Psalm 3010. I was memorizing that one because it's, that's the best prayer. I mean, Lord, be merciful to me. Be my help. Like, here, Lord. That's such a powerful prayer. And, you know, now I've got more of that uh, ammo. And it's because, you know, I've tried to simplify the process. So. It's applicable to a lot of different people, regardless of what your walk in life is. It's those elements will help everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Very, very much so. I especially love the areas of gratitude. You know, uh, I have some friends who really try and champion that with people who follow them on Twitter or to their congregation. And and I've found that it is really helpful to think about that. Um, so you've probably already answered this in a roundabout way, but how do you see the near journal specifically helping teenagers and or youth workers? Um, a couple different ways, right? I think when I'm a youth, I don't have as much willpower or attention when I was a youth. And so also I was, I'm, I'm still rebellious. Like, don't tell me what to do. I'm going to think for myself. <laughs> and a lot of youth are like that. Uh, I'm not, just don't, I don't want to be spoon fed. Right. And so, what the near journal does is it's not for everyone. It's not for, you know, that the straggler youth who never shows up and won't even do anything. Um, but a pastor or youth pastor can use this in a small group setting to encourage some of their youth who are in that sweet spot, who are mature enough to like sit down and do something mm-hmm. and give everyone a talking point, right? Hey, what's our area of focus? What's your area of focus? How you been doing with that? Um, how's your memorization going? How's your verses going? What is your verse this week? Everyone in the small group can do something different and everyone can follow the same format at the same time, right? And I think that's the power that a youth worker can have is you can ask a specific question because everyone's on the same structure, but you're not, you know, the kid can do what's important to them at that time. So that's one thing. Um, Also, a lot of people like to give this as a graduation kind of going away thing because mm-hmm. they view it as a good way to equip their seniors Yeah, um, as they go off to college when things are going to get more difficult and the pastor's not going to be there to kind of hold their hand. And so 
if you've encouraged that structure throughout youth ministry, it's a good way to kind of continue that legacy even when you're not there. Um, and so those are a couple ways that that this helps youth. I, I youth mean a lot to me. Um, I my church was very maybe this because I'm I'm that rebellious guy, but it didn't feel very supportive to our youth ministry. Our youth ministry was tremendously successful. We were having tons of kids come in. We do fifth quarter after the football games. Our youth pastor, we were having tons of people and we had no budget and no money and no resources. And we weren't even allowed to fundraise because of the church bylaws. Hmm. And you know, I've had a heart for youth ever since because I literally borrowed my dad's truck and got some old other old rebellious dude in the church to donate me some lawnmowers for free. And we'd go around and cut people's grass at the church for free. And if they chose to donate, well, we'd be happy to take their donation. Right. And it was me sticking it to the man, but I've always been that way. And youth are so underappreciated or under-resourced. It's not even funny. And so I give back. So for every four of these journals that I sell, um, I donate one to a youth ministry for free. And so I've really been privileged to send a bunch of boxes out to students and and that's something that's like my vision. And, you know, this works. I have, I have church staff using this, right? Like this isn't necessarily for immature youth, but youth are where my heart is and um, who I want to help the most. And that's something that I personally have experienced and I'm determined to do as much as I can to, to send the blessings back to these under-resourced folks like you guys listening probably. So, uh, I, I hope it comes through that, you know, this isn't just all about the money for me. This is about really solving my own problem and then trying to give back. Very cool, man. Yes, absolutely. Giving back um, to the students who will eventually be in our spot. So what do we want the current and future church to look like and how do we want them to wrestle with and grow in their faith? Love it. Um, all right. So how can people get these journals for themselves or their students? Where do they go online? How do they order them? Uh, so I have my website is drawnear.co. Uh, James 4.8 is my inspiration. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. And I want to help people take that step towards God so that God can take a step towards them. Uh, and so drawnear.co is the site. And, you know, I have um, retail for one-off orders, but I, I seriously discount it for bulk orders of like 10 or more. And I have I've got very aggressive price breakdowns to make it more affordable for a youth ministry. Uh, so, you know, you can get a bulk wholesale pack. Um, you can also sign up. I've got a link on my site to submit your youth group for consideration to be getting some free ones. So I have a lot of youth groups who want free ones who don't have budget. And that's cool. Uh, but get on that list in case, you know, uh, I've got a free one. I just randomize it and send the pack out. And so if you might get lucky and get a free box of journals. So um, I've got a special code, promo code Maverick, and I'll give y'all 10% off, even 10% off my bulk orders. So that's uh, something that should make it much more impactful. Uh, I'm also piloting the Near Journal as a fundraising resource. So, right, instead of selling like cookies or bags of popcorn or like pizza coupons or whatever uh, to your congregation, this is a way you can sell a resource that's actually going to help your congregation get closer to God and make money for your youth ministry and equip your youth with free journals. So um, it's still kind of in the beginning phases, but I'm a pretty chill guy and we can tailor something. So 
if anyone wants to is looking for a good Christian fundraiser and wants to pilot this, that's another way you can get your hands on some free journals and support your church and your ministry too. So uh, I'm pretty flexible. If you can't afford it and you want some, let me know and I can figure out something. Uh, so just, you know, I'm, I'm on Instagram mostly uh, at draw near post. So just let me know. And, you know, we can make, we can make something work. So I'm not, I'm not worried about it. Very cool. Awesome. Awesome. Lots of ways to do that. I appreciate the promo code. Uh, I will have the links to your website and all of that in the show notes. Um, man, Jacob, thanks again for hopping on. I hope many listening can benefit from the, from the near journal. Uh, it's a unique and helpful resource and I'm looking forward to getting some for our students and I'll be praying that God uses this resource to help people grow in their faith. Thanks again, man. Yeah. Thank you so much, everybody. I appreciate it. That's the end of today's Maverick resource review. Uh, once again, if you use the promo code Maverick, you get 10% off any order of the Near Journal. Uh, his website is drawnear.co. The link is in the show notes. And you can look on my social media pages or the website, youthministrymaverick.com, to get links and go order yours today. Thanks again for listening to this resource review. Our next episode drops this Tuesday. So until then, thanks for listening. Adios.